0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: All right, chime time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnansky. Welcome to Betting on Baseball, baby.
1: Woo!
2: A beautiful thing. No, it's not. not I mean, not, I hit last night. I don't know about painful. you. It's a reminder these things are very, very, very. Yeah, but Xander Bogart's getting one of his one and a half uh, ex, uh, total bases. Had him striking out on a terrible pitch early on that game. Oh, baseball bets are annoying. You put the work in for the pregame show, and you grind and you work, and you fall one base short. You turned the page, Shine, because you were a winner last night. Damn right I was. I
1: was right on the money when I said I didn't trust Connor Seabold. And uh, the Blue Jays, not only did they clear that two and a half in the first five innings, they got all the way up to seven. So it made it nice and easy for me.
2: I'll tell you what. I know the results weren't good. Um, he didn't look terrible. He gave up three home runs, but he had the highest swing, the most swings and misses of any Red Sox started this year. He embarrassed Vlad Jr. Uh, in that first inning with his changeup. He struck out uh, all I think three, two of the three guys he gave him home runs. To, he did strike out the first time. So he's got some things to work on. I, I, I thought the kid was pretty good last night. A big spot there in Toronto. The results bad, but the, there were some good pitches there. Chris Shine. I'm just being positive for you.
1: Yeah, I, I understand that. I, I, I can see where you're, you're not, going with that. You're mocking. But... You're
2: mocking me. That's no,
1: fine. I That's just, fine. I think Connor Siebold, not all that great. That's all. He made two starts. He's got all I is two starts. That's I it. I know. You're right. You're right. I don't disagree. Uh...
2: Uh, let I pull this up here. I was looking at something else for another thing we want to do here on the show, so I did not go back to my uh correct page here. Uh Red Sox and Blue Jays game two of the three game series. And of course, of course, of course, this is this is where we're gonna find out about this Red Sox team. They are now, Shime, two and six against the Blue Jays. They are seven and fifteen against the AL East. Damn. Seven and fifteen against the AL East. They play twenty-two games the next fifty-five or something like that against the AL East, nineteen to the next thirty-six, so A lot of division games not get much easier tonight. You've got the Blue Jays once again. Uh, Red Sox are minus 165 on the run line, plus 1.5. The over-under is 9.5, juice to the over at even money. Uh, And the Red Sox are plus 120 on the money line. It's Michael Walker, who's pitched very well, against Ross Stripling, who's pitched very well. Two veteran pitchers having a nice year for their respective teams. Stripling's pitching better than uh, Barrios Kikuchi. in that Blue Jays rotation. So I'll start with you, Chris Scheim. Your thoughts on Red Sox and Blue Jays game two of this three-game series.
1: Yeah, so uh, you mentioned already Michael Waka has pitched very, very well. I'm not convinced that the Red Sox are a better team than the Blue Jays, but I think I want to bet on Michael Waka heading into tonight's game. I just think overall um, he has pitched very, very well, uh, and, and I think he will continue to do so. So I am going to go um, under two and a half earned runs for Michael Wacha in the game at even money. Uh, I think Waka has just been outstanding it, it, so far in the last month or been, so. He's been and, awesome. and I want to continue to ride that. Um, once he comes out of the game, it could go any direction, I think. Um, but until then, I think Waka pitches well. So I'm going to go under two and a half earned runs for Michael Waka at even money.
2: Yeah, I hate to go back to this um, because it's not, it's not something I love to do, but it's another matchup for Xander and doing the pregame stuff today for Red Sox pregame where he, by far he is their best hitter. Uh, against Ross Stripling, he's got four career hits and a home run, and again they posted a plus number on his total bases number, plus 130 again. So I'm going right back to Xander, plus one and a, over one and a half total bases. Um, again, it's not something I I I, I will probably decrease. I, I may not go full, might be like half a unit type of bet, a quarter unit type bet, but it just it's too obvious to me, right? I, I can't let yesterday's uh, results dictate today's play. Like yep. the, it's a system play for me. He's got success, good success. Um, Stripley's given up hits to right-handers this year. He's got four career hits. I got to go back to Xander Bogarts for one and a half total bases. Yeah, I like ignoring it. yesterday's result of falling one one base short of cashing in our twenty-second win. A mutt's big bet on the Red Sox pregame show. Yeah, sorry,
1: I, I think agree. that's the right play, mutt. I, I understand uh, your frustration with yesterday, but I think Xander will come through for you today. So I don't like don't the worry.
2: big minus bets. Like there, are, there's are some other stuff I like today, but it gets bet. So fast in these baseball bets, Sean. There are a lot of smart yeah, because people betting baseball. It's the baseball. only
1: sport now to bet on as well, so <laughs> it's kind of hard not to.
2: Yeah, uh, there's some good strikeout bets out there today for other pitchers around Red Sox baseball, but they're just it's juiced up. There's a good Johnny Cueto bet, but it's minus one. I'm not. I'm not doing it. So I'm going to stick with uh, uh, Xander Bogarts. I'm going back to total bases over one and a half at plus one thirty, at least as a ten forty one. Uh, on this uh, Tuesday morning. Red Sox and Blue Jays, we'll see if they can bounce back against an AL East opponent, which has not been good uh, this year. Meanwhile, I saw a tweet today, courtesy of the Greg Hill Show and W E E I, that suggested you guys were doing some MVP talk for Mac Jones on a Tuesday morning Greg Hill Show. (sighs) You can thank Ken Laird for that. Um, (laughs) So apparently
1: uh, our, our our good pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens, uh, co-host of the
2: Six Rings podcast, which you produce.
1: Yes, he is. In fact, a co-host. Um, he retweeted this last night from some account called Mi Football. I've never heard of it. No Not blue check mark. My work, but okay. Uh, just shy of 10k followers, so you know, take it for what you will. Okay. Quote from a league front office exec: "Quote the Patriots believe that Mac Jones will be in the MVP race this season. He's the best a second-year quarterback has ever looked." End quote. To which I say to you, Mutt, God, there is a 0.000% chance he does anything even close to what Justin Herbert did in year two. It's not even going ha- to come close. This, is, I, it's-
0: this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: I know you don't like I know you don't like him, but how do you not replace that with Patrick Mahomes in year two? Dak Prescott in year two, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson yes. in year two, one hundred
1: percent. Like Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> good God, <laughs> had fifty touchdowns and five thousand
2: <laughs> yards in year two. <laughs> and this is what we're doing. Imagine a patriot. By the way, imagine a patriot. Now, what did they claim? What did the, what, what a patriot source or what patriots? What was the what was the, uh, the patriot uh, from a league front office exec? Christ Almighty, I'm sorry. Take that. I, I cut that. I'm not. I'm trying not to take the Lord's name in vain. Okay, um, but give me a break. Uh, that's it's embarrassing for Fitzy stupid. to retweet that. It's stupid. It's, I'm fine, you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to go viral, you can say but I mean come on, Fitzy. Come on. <sighs> this is what we're doing here, Mutt. So okay, can I? I
1: this,
2: uh... you and I agree. There's a for, for forget him looking as good as Mahomes, Ross, Dak, Herbert et al. Okay? All those guys. Um does it have the weapons to put up M V P numbers. No. We'll not put up the – st- they, they're building the team around the running game this year, folks. They're not. He's not going to put up 4,000 yards in 35, 40 touchdowns. He doesn't they're have the let
1: skills to put up MVP numbers. Look at what Lamar Jackson did in year two. Another Look, good one, yes. Yeah, Lamar, Mahomes, uh, Herbert, like uh, Josh Allen didn't even have a good year two. He exploded in year three. So yep. if this was Mac Jones year three, I might be like, okay, if he's ever going to make a, a massive leap, this is the year.
2: Well, it my was opinion, Mac Jones year, year three with a legit number one receiver too. Yes, like 100%. okay, Josh Allen had his blow up year in year three. They acquired Stephon Steph Diggs. Diggs exactly.
1: Yes. Patrick Mahomes had Tyreek Kill and Travis Kelsey. Lamar Jackson just ran for a, a million yards because it's Lamar friggin' Jackson. Uh, like it's uh, it's it's frustrating and upsetting to me. But Joe Burrow great second year had a wonderful second year. It's it, I don't think Mac Jones is going to have anywhere near the kind of second year that these <laughs> Joe guys are it's not even close. <laughs> This is a stupid conversation, and it's infuriating. It infuriating. Might, it's even,
2: again, it's not even set up for him to have a great year Like, Let, Yes, let's have a it's great great
1: year up. two with a guy who's never called a offensive plays two. before as your offensive coordinator, no legit number one receiver, and questions on the offensive line. And that's not even taking into account the talent of the guy at quarterback. Everything. It just take out whoever the player is. Just all of the things around him do not lend to an MVP caliber season. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen.
2: Okay, so according to our friends at DraftKings, uh, he 60 is sixty to one. one yep, to win it's the MVP, not worth it. How, how much are you betting on that? Based zero.
1: On- <laughs> I would rather bet. I would rather bet on Trevor Lawrence at eighty to one than Mac Jones at sixty to one.
2: I'd rather bet on neither, but Mac at sixty to one is just stupid.
1: It's dumb. It's, that is the most Derek Carr twenty
2: eight to one. Yeah, I mean again, there are some stupid lines up there. They're still listening to Sean Watson at twenty two to one. So again, you you're dealing with what you have here. But I mean, uh, Derek Carr twenty eight to one. I'd be more interested in uh, Joe Burrow at twelve to one. Trey Lance at fifty to one. I mean, uh, jo- I-, I-, I mean Josh Allen at seven to one's a better bet than oh. Mac Jones at sixty to one. It's,
1: yeah, I mean and Justin MVP. Herbert at ten to one. Like it's. All of these guys are a better we'll bet than Mac Jones. Like it's not, uh, it's, it's yeah. I don't I don't get it. I don't offensive. get it. I don't understand?
2: Well, he'll look, offensive player of the year. You can get him at seventy to one right now. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, you and I are in agreement. I mean, you hate Mac more than I. I don't hate Mac at all. I like Mac. But this is not set up for Mac Devin MVP year. No, it's just,
1: it, it's just you don't take whoever the quarterback is completely out of it and look specifically at the situation. You have an offensive coordinator who's never called offensive plays before. You do not have a legitimate number one receiver. Hell, you barely have a num- legitimate number two receiver, and and there's questions on your offensive line. How does that set any quarterback, regardless of talent, up to have an MVP season? It doesn't.
2: It doesn't. And I I know they talked this weekend, uh, Kyrie and Barrett and Fitz, had the conversation about the receiving core and not having a number one. Is it actually a good thing? It's not. It's not. I mean, there's no – there's We're no going benefit. to talk
1: about today, that today on the Six Rings Pod, and I'm very excited to get very frustrated with Kyrie and Fitzy. It's going to be fun. there's
2: no there's no benefit. There's just no. Be- I mean, it, I don't even know how you spin it. Like there's just.
1: It makes no sense to me.
2: I, I mean, there's such a track record of like Jamar Chase changing the uh, Bengals, Justin Jefferson Steph changing Diggs, the Minnesota, you said. Steph Diggs. We talked about like just happens over and with over with the
1: again. Rams. It's, like
2: it's. It's really tough to hear someone say that and want to take them seriously about football. Yeah, and, like, I, and, I, and these at, are smart guys, but. Like, like,
1: all four of the final teams in the NFL last season had a legitimate number one receiver. Like, like a stud number one receiver. All of them. I, I'm pretty sure if, if you even look back around a before that, when there was still eight teams left, almost all of them had legitimate stud number one receivers. All of them. And, wow. and yet, for some reason, like, uh, people seem to think that this team can just... Yeah. No, it's not no big deal. You don't need a number one receiver. No, you don't have Tom Brady anymore. You need a legitimate number one receiver. I'm sorry. That's how the
2: NFL works. Yeah, and by the way, the only guys getting along without number ones right now. Uh oh by the way, we'll see this year was I was gonna say Aaron Rodgers, but he's still at Devontae Adams.
1: Yes, he had Devontae Adams until this year. So I mean, like uh, you just go down the list. Allen has Diggs, Brady has Mike Evans, Patrick Mahomes had Tyreek Hill, he still has Travis Kelsey. Um Aaron Rodgers had Devonte Adams we'll see what he is this year Herbert has Mike Williams and Keenan Allen Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase uh I mean Russell Wilson even at least Russell Wilson like doesn't have a stud number one um but he has Cortland Sutton so I, I guess we'll see but when he was in Seattle he had Lockett and Metcalf both of which are better than anything the Patriots have Stafford had cup like down the list you just keep going all of these guys have legitimate number one receivers Mac Jones does not.
2: It's a rough sell. I'm not ready to do a deep dive right now on the NFL MVP. We will do a show on that at some point here in the month of July as we turn to our football month. That'll be a big, big football month on this podcast. I can't wait because no. I already
1: have a lean and I'm excited to talk about it. With do, you. Not, no, do not. not. We don't, it
2: don't, no, no, do not. I don't do not say it out loud right no, now. No, no, no. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not good. What what's what, what are around the odds? Don't tell me exactly. because Then I'll go look uh, around, around 20
1: to one. OK,
2: good. Uh, meanwhile, we ask you to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Odyssey, the Odyssey app, and on Spotify. Sean, maybe you want to leave a review about Mac Jones and his MVP uh, chances, which are you. I'm with you. 0.0, 0 for Mac Jones.
1: Yeah. Yeah, please feel free to let us know what you think. Uh, you know. I understand I'm a Mac Jones hater. Mutt is not a Mac Jones hater though. And we're I like both him. On the same spot here about MVP. So just I, understand that,
2: people. I'm a Patriots offensive hater. I'm a Patriots offensive coaching staff hater. Yep. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a uh, I hate the idea of not having a legit number one yep. and trying to run the football in 2022. But that's just me. I like modern football, Sean. Yeah. Sorry. I I don't same need here. three cro- three yards in a cloud of dust. I keep reading these pieces. <laughs> oh, Ramondre Stevenson, big breakout year. Awesome. Let's line up all those awesome teams that have great running backs. Yeah, how, the, how are the Terrific. Panthers
1: doing with Christian McCaffrey? Who cares?
2: Okay, again, I'll say I I will save it. Uh, okay, so I mentioned this yesterday. We are team I, We're inside five weeks. Uh, inside five weeks till July 31st, which oh, is the day geez. that the state of Massachusetts. What, I don't know why you're saying yes. <laughs> it's, it's not. A, this is not a good thing, Chime. Well, it's
1: also close to trade deadline for the MLB. That's all.
2: That anyway, January, I think August 3rd, January, August 3rd, August 2nd. Um. So we, the the they have to sign the bill, unless they extend the legislative session in Massachusetts. And I can't believe I'm talking about this again for a third straight year in the summer. But uh, unless they extend it, which for the last two years, they have not extended it. And that, that was during some pretty trying times, including COVID. Actually, the one year they did extend it, um, where they could do special legislation stuff. But it's unlikely they will this year. So to get legalized gambling in motion in the state of Massachusetts uh, this year, they would have to... Have the bill signed by the governor and ratified by the House and the Senate by July 31st. That makes sense? I believe July 31st is a Sunday this year. So technically it might even be like that Friday. I don't know if, if they always work on weekends because it's our lawmakers and they don't like to work, Shine. Yep. But I believe July 31st is a Sunday. Correct. It so, is. So uh, right now where we currently are is both they're, they're, they're in committee trying to hammer out a deal. The House has one bill. Uh, the Senate has another bill, okay. The House bill is good. The Senate bill sticks okay let 's just leave it at that without getting into specific details, but they 're debating it right now and Colin Young, who covers uh the, the you know he covers state news for uh i think it 's uh, I forget exactly what the the state news service or state news wire he had a story on w b z where it was like talking about how basically they're they're you know, we're, we're debating right now we 're doing this they 're actually getting the legis- not the the mass gaming commission is getting regulators, like, trying to get them lined up now for when they do eventually. The, the, the goal will be, hey, we pass it. And now the regulators already have a head start on trying to get some, like, T's crossed and I's dotted. Does that make any sense? Yes. Because once they get it done, the regulators have to step in and then get involved. So they're trying to get those guys ready. It's almost like, hey, let's get the the landscaper lined up. Let's get the, the, the builder. We're going to buy this home. And what we want the day we sign papers on it, we want to do X, Y, and Z. So they're getting those things lined up without having the home bought. Okay. Mm-hmm. The issue is that even on little things that forget the regulators, the two sides that are debating right now, and the regulators, like they're they're already arguing about it. And just reading some of the stuff right now, the, the uh, I'm reading from I'll read directly from the story. Okay, trying to get some things in order. The staff recommended the commission generally rely on technical standards produced by Gaming Labs International, which commissioners agreed with. But a second discussion during Wednesday's meeting around the staff recommendation the commission explore contracting with third-party vendors for initial technical uh, testing of mobile sports wagering platforms revealed that commissioners were not on the same page as the commission staff. After commissioners raised concerns about potentially spoiling a future procurement of a technical testing vendor, the commission agreed to table the rest of the discussion until its next meeting. So on a basic thing, pretty basic standard thing, how we're going to go about testing out some mobile sports betting, how we're going to get data, stuff like that. We're already having this back and forth. And I only bring this up because if you think they're going to get a deal done before July 31st, you are out of your freaking mind. And I want to be so wrong about this shot. I want to lose this bet so bad. I never want to lose a bet in my life. But I, I would bet a large amount of money that we get to July 31st. And much like North Carolina, we don't get a deal done for 2021. That's where I am right now, less than five weeks out. And little things like this lead me to believe it's not going to get done.
1: Yeah, I little, think Little, right. little things. And it's depressing. But I think you're very much right. And I just... Uh it's sad, because I, all I want to do is be able to bet legally in my own state, and instead, <laughs> I'm not able to. I have to sit around and, 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 you know, not do that, because this is ridiculous, and I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's not that hard, and yet people make it like it's rocket science, so
2: so the, the, that's a that's a small thing that is a super small thing that regulators are looking at that they can't agree on like as far as the two sides right now the 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 joint committee on economic development and emerging technologies they're the ones trying to hammer out a deal they're working on big stuff like are they going to allow college sports betting are they going to allow advertising in games the senate does not want you to be able to advertise for sports books in and around game Shime. like so I'm, stupid why would you want to as a sports book operate in the state Where you can't advertise around the games.
1: so stupid. I don't understand this at all, Mike. This makes no sense
2: to me. The tax rate, by the way, the the House has an operator-friendly tax rate, 15% for mobile, 12.5% for retail. The Senate calls for 35% mobile and 20% retail. So it's like, (laughs) those are the big things. I gave you a little stupid thing as just an example of, in this state, you can't get things done quickly. And so to get this deal done, after years and years and years of treading water on it, before July 31st, I'm betting against it, chime I'm, I'm going put that on my card, betQL Boston card. <laughs> uh, sports betting not getting done by July 31st, and if it does, not getting in place until 2022. Yeah. If it happens Almost. to get, I'd say if they pass a law, they're not going to get it done before the end of the
1: year. Nope, That's... no shot. And we're just going to have to continue to drive New Hampshire and.
2: Or in Connecticut, my good friend the Mohegan Sun, now proud sponsor, FanDuel Hell Sportsbook, yeah. of the Mud at Night program, launching Ooh. last night. I'll be down in Connecticut uh, later in July, so there we go. We'll have to get you over to Mohegan Sun. It might Ooh, be a good place to stop it. on the way down to the wedding. Oh, right? the venue
1: I'm pretty sure is very close to Mohegan.
2: Where's the venue? Like
1: I don't know. i got to double check, but What's I'm pretty sure town? it's close.
2: Don't say the venue. What's the town? Uh, I don't know. Good, talk. good job. <laughs> I
1: don't, uh, I'm not 100% sure. Hold on. I can probably find isn't it. Isn't
2: it your brother's wedding? Yeah, you know, aren't you a best man or a groomsman or something? I'm a groomsman, yeah, but I'm
1: just told to show up. Like, I don't actually do anything.
2: Do you know what town it's in?
1: You're a groomsman. You must have know what town it is. No, I have no idea. You know. I'm, I'll right. just be sent an address. All
2: right, we'll update this tomorrow. The week we'll, before. Well, the people yeah. need to get it on with lives. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shime, good stuff out of you, buddy. We are back tomorrow uh, morning at some point with hopefully less Matt Jones <laughs> <laughs> MVP talk. Thank you, buddy.
1: Thanks, bud. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>